When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. are back christian did you get a little bite to eat uh before while you were doing the route the rules of round number three last match uh it's a quick bite. yeah it was really quick look the tension is in the air the energy you can feel it in the chat room you can feel it on the message boards you can feel it roca versus bateman two former faction mates former friends now rivals bitter rivals here to face one another, to face Ethan Irwin. We know how badly Roka wants to play Irwin again. He's defeated him once in teams. He wants to play him in singles. He wants to beat him in singles because if he can do that, he gets to face Dan Merle once again for that title. Ben Bateman has never played Ethan Irwin before. Ben Bateman has never defeated John Roka in singles before, just coming off of the team victory that he had over him. So this singles, this is John Roka has always been the white whale for Ben Bateman when it has come to singles. So this is a matchup of great proportions on so many different levels. What's going to happen? What are they going to do? Who is going to be in the top of the game? Will be in, will we be in sudden death until next week? I don't know, but I am excited for this match. That sudden death until next week is a distinct possibility because one is an outlaw, the other a boss. One tugs around a briefcase, the other has his trusty cowboy hat. But Christian, as far as these two competitors are concerned, the Schmodown is a town that ain't big enough for the both of them. Who's going to come out on top? Who's going to be playing Ethan Irwin? And who is going to lament the fact that they had a shot and couldn't quite get it done? I know this much. A lot of movie trivia answers are going to be correct in this next matchup. It's going to be insane. At the moment, Ben Bateman is the number two ranked competitor at 12 and 7, but but Roka climbing right up there at number five at 16 and 11. They are two. They are the two and the five. And if Roka beats out Bateman today, he will be in that two spot over Ethan Irwin. So you know what this means. You know how much it means to both of them. This is a championship fight, even though there's no belt on the line. Partner, are you ready? Christian, this feels like one of those matchups where, yeah, it's a playoff game. It may not be quite the Super Bowl, but this is the one that they want the most. And it's about to go down right here, right now, before our live, naked, steaming eyeballs. Let's get it going, partner. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia schmodown. Introducing first. Representing the Finstock Exchange with a record of 16 wins, 11 defeats, and 5 knockouts. He is the former 
Movie Trivia Schmodown, two-time team's champion of the world, and the former Movie Trivia Schmodown champion of the world, the outlaw, John Ruka. The outlaw, John Roca. New theme song, new look. John, this is a big match. We know this. This is an intense match. We know the history where you and Ben were teammates at one point. You were rivals to start teammates again. This match, coming into this match, how are you feeling? What's going on in your mind? Well, first of all, I don't like the way you said former singles and former tag team champions. Son, you better future singles champion, future tag team champions, all right? That's what I'm built. The future is always what I'm looking at, not the past. Yes, I've been beat Ben Bateman in singles in the past. Yes, I beat him in teams. Yes, he just beat me in teams, but it's all in the past. What matters now is the present and the future, and I'm here to take care of business in the present so the outlaw can be decorated with belts in the future. So I'm ready. Let's get this on. Yeah, Roca, I, I see the, the Neil Gaiman classic, The Eternals, behind you, and that's sort of what you have been in the movie Trivia Schmodown. So my question is, how do you keep etching new chapters into your legacy when it would be so easy to just rest on your laurels and ride off into the sunset and come take my job as an announcer? Well, look, everybody wants what you've done. Everybody wants to accomplish what you've done and then turn around and crap on it when they can't get there. You see it all the time. Look at all those people out there who were bashing LeBron James last night. LeBron James on his worst day is better than most of you do what you love to do on your best day. So people always come after the greats. And I'm always challenged. I'm never, ever sitting on my laurels because everyone is always questioning my place in the in the universe of the Schmodown. And that motivates me to keep coming every night, every day, every week to show you what I can do in this game. All right, so real quick, John, I know because I know you're paying attention to it, and I had mentioned Ethan Irwin taking that victory. Is that added incentive now, being knowing that Ethan won? Hey, what did I just say? The present is what matters. Yep. The future, I'll take care of. But the present right now is Ben Bateman, a tough competitor, a smart competitor. I know he's going to scratch and claw and fight and dig for every point. So will I. And we'll see who's going to be standing like at the end of Rocky 2, who's going to be standing at 10, and who's going to slump against the ropes at 9. And if I'm the one standing, then I'm going to start focus focusing on Ethan Irwin. And Lord knows, I'd love another shot at my own white whale, singles-wise, Ethan Irwin. All right, John. So thank you, and good luck to you. And just so we can get an audio fix on John while we do it, what we will do is because we didn't throw to the great promo before him, before we bring in Ben Bateman, we will throw to, we're going to show you guys how we got here right now. So why don't we do that while we fix the audio? Here is the story of Roca and Bateman. I've been thinking a lot about it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> hear me out. All right. What you got, man? Yeah. I'm thinking, uh, Bateman. 
debuting today. Team Action, Andrew and Ben, we know nothing about them. They're, yeah. they're looking to make names for themselves, but it does look like Ben and Andrew like being the bad guys right off the bat here. I love what you do, but I sometimes despise how you do it. End of the day, Ken, are we here to make friends? Or are we here to win the Schmodown? I think, I think Team Action's been pretty clear about our intentions from day one. This league is outdated. They're old. Look at what we just did to Mance. We're 4-1. We got the points record. We got two TKOs. Well, you know, Emma, the alternative to winning is uh, being John Stephen Roca. So uh, we're just doing what we were born to do. But he's one of the titans of the game, correct? Legends, Ken. Legends are a thing of the past. Oh, I had respect for John Stephen Roca when he was the man in black, when he knew how to win. But, uh, you know, he lost his edge. You're right. right. When I was the man in black, that's how I did it. So I remember, you ain't never played Team Top 10. You ain't never played a guy like me. So you can talk all the stuff you want to talk. But when the time comes, you ain't gonna be able to step up. You know, we showed up, we took care of business, and that's that. I, I don't know, like, these interviews, do they get shorter the more you win? What more questions do we really have to answer, Emma? If they do all this work to sh the bed in the next round, I don't know what to tell you, boys. You can't fly too close to the sun, your wings get burnt off. What is this nonsense about you wanting us to play a team that we already annihilated? I would encourage Andrew to do that again 10 times out of 10. Mark my words today, right now, this second, I'm gonna hold that singles belt by the end of 2018. You did a good job. You took care of Mance. And you've been talking about facing me, and now it's come. You and me, toe to toe, I'm gonna take you down. You understand? You look at Bateman versus Roka, there's been a lot of trash talking in this matchup, and now this is gonna get taken to the next level. This is about a true rivalry here today. April's apartment is located above what kind of store? Pizza parlor. The Apple Ben, it played a great match, but we come for everything. That's the goal. That's what we're driven to do. A lot of questions. What is next for Ben Nathan? Well, it's going to be partnering up with another one of the horsemen and stomping Roka and everybody else in the dust. For two years, I approached this game the wrong way. I didn't respect the game. And in turn, the game did not respect me. He's a good guy. He respects the league now. And I think he'd make a great horse suck. He and Riley, they're a good team. They already played for one team's title. Yeah. Maybe they're going to play for another. If he's lying, we kick his ass out of here. But he's got no Riley. He's got no us. He's got no guy. He's going to be alone. He's going to be crippled. You're going to see the greatest ascension in the history of the Schmodown this year. And it starts in Houston. Open up the five. The new five horsemen here. Wow. Wow. I came into this league watching this guy. I love this guy, I hated this guy. I played against him, I lost him at his side. That's the future. Ben Bateman has done it, he finally has done it. A championship, he is now the movie trivia Schmodown champion. Look, if you wanna be the best of all time, you know exactly what you have to do, and this guy is the best of all time. Once again, it barely slips through my fingers. Now I'm doing all the work over here, I'm doing all of the work. Where's John? He's on my show with me every week. I haven't heard from John from Strategy all week. It's ridiculous, man. I, I'm done. I got nothing else to say. You're standing on the platform I built for you, and so many of the people in this Schmodown are. And I need to take over this exchange and get rid of the dead weight and the losing dead weight, including Ben, the boss, the boss, 
Bateman, get rid of all of them and start all over from scratch. I know what we built. I know what we created. We had a plan. Jettison Dan, jettison Ben, jettison the dead weight. Focus on the people who want to actually work together as a team. Find the ones who know a lot and find the hungry ones. You got no chance, no chance to get anywhere near a team's title this year. Jen, I get to beat John Roca two times in very short order, and I can't wait. It's going to be such a good month for me. It's going to be the best month in Showdown I've ever had. Yo, Roca, get me two. He doesn't have that thing that he once had, or maybe the league has just evolved so much now. I'm going against the guy that's basically fighting me on one leg, and, and I'm going to give him my best game. I, I don't expect much. So, Benny boy, bring all you got. Try all your, uh, you know, your strategy that everybody kisses your ass about. No Snickers, no big whiteboard, no laughs, no cheesy suit from Ross Dressfilet is going to save you, kid because I am coming for you, and you know when I set my mind on something, it gets done. say that was probably a good idea to go ahead and air that and get it out into the public christian i was already hyped for this match i feel a little more palm sweatiness i'm actually that. really happy how he did it because it's like roca goes in there and goes i'm ready boom 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 then you see what's happening there and then we oh my god i mean that every look at the history between those two the history yeah. and that it's, was i mean unbelievable how and there was so much more i'm sure that was there with these guys but we already got the outlaw. He's ready. He's pumped. He's excited. And his opponent, the boss, is back with a record of 12 wins, seven defeats, and six knockouts. He is the 2019. Ultimate Schmodown winner and the former movie trivia Schmodown Chevy Luhal Ben the Boss Ben. The boss Bateman is back. He is here, and it is another big profile match for you, Ben. Now, Ben, you said it. You said it a long time ago. We've heard it throughout the promos that when you started winning in that 2019, it was going to be an ascension. And you have been in the main events. You have played in the tournaments. You have done some things that maybe a lot of people have not liked, but you are winning. You have always said that in singles, John Roca was the guy that you have not beaten. What does it mean to play here today? 
Well, you know, it's funny. He's a memory. He's a memory of somebody who was once great in this league, Christian, and uh, I feel the league's already put him out to pasture. I'm not really sure how he even got himself back here, but today, it will be nice to stomp on his grave. I love that LA Guns poster behind you, and I apologize for not noticing it before. Ben, you know, there... The hype for this match is is really off the charts, and so my question to you is, as uh, the very prominent host of a weekly Schmodown show called Backstage, do you yourself feed into the hype, and does that pump you up for the match, or do you find it better to just get away from all of that noise and distraction and just focus and get tunnel vision on what you need to do? Well, you know, Ellis, the one thing that John and I really do have in common is we're both performers. You love to perform. You love to be in the main event. And nobody can take away the spectacle that is this match. We're here to put on a show. We're here to give you people that are watching this right now what you deserve. But one person's gonna win, and I think we all know who that is. So I just focus on the show, Ellis. That's what I'm locked into. Last question for you here, Ben. Um, this is also not only a, a battle between you and John, but the new rivalry that is really one of the biggest rivalries in the Schmodown right now is the Dungeon versus the Exchange. Uh, so what does this also mean for the faction war? I mean, it's a huge, it's a huge one, Christian. You know, I, I think these guys were fighting in the second place. Uh, they're somewhere around there. I don't know. I don't even know if they still are, to be completely honest. I don't really pay much attention. But for us, we have one singular goal as a faction. It's the same one that every faction has. We're just doing it better than everybody else, and uh, that's that's where we're at. So it's a huge thing. I look. I want to embarrass John, but I also want to stomp Gucci and and, and JTE and and the Tyrant and, and and New Blood like Griffin Newman. I want to stomp them all into the ground. I mean, I, this, this, there's there's no love lost here. I don't think I need to say that out loud for you guys to feel. Well, congratulations here, Ben. This is a big buildup as we get to the the win against Riley. Obviously. John Rook coming off that big win against Liz Shannon Miller. So you guys are here. The winner plays Irwin. And we're now going to bring in John Rook. I was just checking my Twitter to see the reactions. Wasn't good, Ben. Wasn't good. You got to try a little harder next time. Well, Christian, yeah. one thing both these competitors have in common is that uh, we could use a little more juice in each of their mics if you gentlemen want to try to jack it up a little bit. And in the meantime, I will get to the rules of oh, round number one. Yes, thank God in this match there are indeed rules. And in round number one, they are as follows. Eight questions from eight different corners of movie trivia. Schmodown know-how will emerge. These questions are asked to the field. You will have 15 seconds to get your correct answer written down. Once we ask you by name or nickname, please show what you wrote to your camera. At the same time, you verbalize your attempt into the microphone. Each question is worth one point. There is no penalty for missing a question, and there is no stealing, at least there isn't, in round number one. I'll remind each competitor of your three usages of the JTE rule. That's if you need us to repeat a question. Maybe you didn't hear it right, or you just want to buy yourself another 15 seconds to get that correct answer. You also each have one challenge you may utilize at any point throughout the three-round match. We'll bring in managers, we'll all deliberate to our heart's content, and it will be your manager that will confirm and ratify if said challenge is taking place. And so, Christian, those are the rules of round number one. For a quick mic check, let me ask each competitor a quick movie trivia question, starting with you, John Rocco. What is the yeah. greatest Western of all time that features Emilio Estevez? It's called Young Guns. All right. Well, it's a lot of game, but we can at least hear you. Uh, ben Bateman, what is the best Western of all time starring Kiefer Sutherland? Also Young Guns. Uh, we were looking for Young Guns, too. You are, neither one of you are awarded a point. Oh, well, no, I'd give it to you. All right. So, yeah, 
Roker, it sounds like you're blowing out a little bit, but you know, I guess we're gonna have to hey, do as it. As long as you can hear me, is that better? Is that better? I mean, we, we can we can hear you. I mean, we can hear you. We can. So we'll just have to. We'll, I don't know why that's happening. All right. We'll just I don't have think to. we need to hear John. I don't think we need any of that. Uh, is is my mic working a little better? You guys. You are sound fine, Ben. Roka, just try to project. We know you have no problem doing that, nor do I. And so, Christian, I believe you have a question for each of our competitors that is not Young Guns Two related. Ben Bateman, are you ready? Absolutely. John Roca, are you ready? I am so ready. Let's have some fun. Then let's get ready to Schmodown. Round number one. Question number one. We are going to start with 90s movies. Which actor plays Jason Nesmith, who stars as a starship captain on TV in the film Galaxy Quest? You know, it is a uh, 90s movie, Christian, is uh, Young Guns 2. <laughs> well done. Better not be any of those questions in this round. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, hands up, please. And we start with Ben Bateman. Got Tim Allen. Yes, sir. John Roca. I also have Tim Allen. Can you see that? There we go. Tim. There uh, you go. Bring it closer, but I did see it. I did see it, but just bring it closer. So I, I, in the future. All right, question two. Nothing quite like a live virtual match, is there? Because there's a lot of drama, and that is the category for this next question. In the world of dramas, for a point, what Oscar-winning actress plays Julia Roberts' mother in the film August Osage County? Which I will give uh, Video Drew credit for one of the best jokes of the year about that movie. It was good. Very fun. Yes. Five, four. Three, two, one. Pens down, hands up. This time we start with the outlaw. Just not the same without Bibbs chanting it in the crowd. Meryl Streep. Yes, I'm we like, can see that. That's great. We need to hold it down like that, like the way you did. Hold it down. That's that's how I can see it. Yes. All right. And Ben. Yeah, yeah. I wrote Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. It is. All right. Two, two. Bateman with the antics as we expected, and now it is two, two as we get to question three. Action adventure. Which buddy cop franchise features performances from Gary Busey, Rene Russo, and Chris Rock? Great, great question read by you. Well, I was trying to do something a little more uh, in sync with my servitude. Five. <laughs> four. That's my favorite. Two. One. Hands down, hands up, and we start with Ben Bateman. I got the Lethal Weapon franchise. Yes, and John. You guys are crazy, man. Lethal weapon. Yes, sir. Okay, so here is the next question, John. I mean, excuse me, Mark. And that is in the category of horror slash thriller movies. And your question for a point. What horror franchise centers around a child named Damien Thorne? Score at the moment is 3-3. Both these guys tied up as we get to the fourth question. Yeah, we saw two perfect rounds, including the bonus question. In our first match, could we have a repeat? And five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. John? Is it the omen? It is. And Ben? The omen. So far, we have a tie game as we get to the fifth question. Black Cinema. Denzel Washington plays Troy Maxson, 
a garbage truck driver trying to raise his family during the 1950s in what 2010s drama? You uh, you want to join me in doing the Omen music, Christian? Three, two. Five. That wasn't even close. Four. Three. You're right. Two. One. Pens down. Hands up. And this time, we start with Ben Bateman. Fences. Yes. Roca. That's what I don't like to build. Fences. Yes, sir. And we get to question number six. And it's in the category of comedies. Oh, take it. I could hear that. Your question for a point. Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg made their directorial debut with what 2013 apocalypse-themed comedy? The intensity is, you can feel it through the screen. Yeah, it's almost you know relieving that they don't have uh, my quite as loud as you and I. We're not We're having such a good time, Christian. Four, We're just having fun. I can three, see it. Everyone's faces. Two, one, pens down. Pens down. Hands up, please. And this time we're going to start with John. This is the end? Yes. And Ben. Not quite yet for you, Roka. This is the end. And it is now 6666 as we get to question seven. Question seven. Oscars. Hmm. Who won a Best Actor Oscar for playing the character Raymond Babbitt in Rain Man? And now... For the musical accompaniment of The End by the Doors, Christian Harloff. Five, four, three. It's good working with you again. Two, one. Pens down. Hands up, please. And we are going to start with Ben Bateman. Dustin Hoffman. Yes, sir. And John. A man loves his night court. Dustin Hoffman. Got it. All right. So it is seven, 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 seven. And now, both gentlemen going for a perfect round. It is category eight, Mark. That's right. According to Rain Man, Kmart sucks, but not these two competitors. Your final question, unless you hit it, in which case you'll each be asked a bonus question, is in the category of sports. Ray Liotta plays Shoeless Joe Jackson, and James Earl Jones plays Terrence Mann in what 1989 baseball drama from director Phil Alden Robinson. So at the moment, it is 7-7. Seven, seven. They're both going for the perfect. They're going, both trying to get that bonus question. And it is a 7-7. Seven, seven. Who will get first blood as we get to 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. John, for a perfect 8. That's the Field of Dreams. Yes, sir. And Ben? No, I wrote 8. Just kidding. That's Field of Dreams. 8-8. Eight, eight. All right. So perfect rounds for both. Perfect rounds for both. So... We are going to get a bonus question here. Gentlemen, you have to write it down the same way that you have been. And here it is. Which comedic actor plays Nate Pullman, the father of young Augie, in the 2017 family drama Wonder? And I wonder who's going to miss first. Too easy? These two guys are just five, four, focused, three, yes, two, one, pens down. Ben, for the perfect round. Owen Wilson. Yes. John. Wow. It's Owen Wilson. It is nine, nine.
for Roca and Bateman after round number one. Starting out like we thought it would, and now it is round number two, the wheel round. Mark, how does it go? The wheel round, the wheel of fate, doom, and justice. Probably could have given each one of these fellows a wheel because it just would have been a drive down to Oceanside, but it's a virtual wheel. You each get a spin at it. Four questions will emerge from whatever wheel slice you do land on. Each question is worth two points. There is no penalty for missing a question. However, stealing tomfoolery shenanigans are available in round number two. So if you're not sure of the answer, you can ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question does recede to one. Sort of redundant to read the rules to... Two folks who have combined to play 387 matches, but that's what we do around here just to make sure. And so John Roca, Ben Bateman tied after two perfect rounds. And so the tiebreaker will be to Ben the Boss Bateman. Ben, you have a selection to make. Would you like to spin that wheel first or defer to your opponent? Guys, why am I making the decision first? What's what's the reasoning behind that? Um, you're the a competitor we introduced second. Oh, I'm higher ranked. He's got... Gotcha. Okay, higher rank. Uh, you know, John, I'm on a flight to Vegas in just a couple hours. If you can hurry up and spin the wheel, that'd be great. All right, so John's going to spin the wheel. We're going to remove Bateman and going to bring in Dagnino. 60 seconds starting What's now. Up, Perfect round. I mean, everybody's going over, you know, uh, Gaga over how big Chris Hemsworth is on that promo. Come to a Pop Hope Park and come check me out. Anyway, that being said... You know, and I'm all natural, obviously. You all know, natural? Let me tell you something here. You know, Ben Bateman is the type of guy that goes to a hot dog stand and orders sushi. The guy's a moron. His manager's a moron, too. Look, we set out to end this guy's career. That was the, that was the goal. Sidecar Willie, sidecar silly, whatever you want to call this character. He's a moron. He has no shot at doing this here. He's, he's shaking his boots off camera right now. There's no question about that. We set the goal to end this guy's career. Ten he, seconds. Wanted to, he wanted to jump somewhere else and then and, 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 and figure he can get the fruit. But guess what? He'll always play, play second fiddle. He's like Mace to Puffy. You know what I mean? That's really what it comes Hi. down to. All right, here's the wheel now. Spin the wheel. And here is the wheel spin. All right. So no juicing whatsoever, according to Gucci. Sean Connery, 60 seconds. What do you think, Goldlaw? Uh, I feel okay about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm tempted to spin again just because I want to play a little, have a little fun in the match tonight, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got to think about this way. I mean, Connery hasn't been asked that much. Yeah. It might be Bond-related. You might get some uh, other things here. Um thinking man there's a, there's one or two here that you know obviously we don't we don't maybe don't want to play with um ultimately it's up to you here uh if you feel like spinning again i'm cool with that but you know what about the ramifications 20 seconds ah, yeah i mean i was studying connery today Just well i think that makes sense then i think that makes sense then you know what ask there are some tough tough ones gotta take a choice here all right, I'm going to spin again. Let's have some. Okay. All right, so spinning again away from Sean Connery. The wheel. Oh, boy. Right. Christian, they might have just been killing time, so Bateman misses his flight. Oh, 90s. 90s. All right. All right. Okay, we can All play right. that. 
Alright, so nice easy this. Alright, thank you to Gucci. We're gonna bring the pavement. Alright, so John Roca. Yes, sir. So John Roca has spun 90s movies. John, you're gonna get four questions in the realm of 90s movies. Are you ready? Right. Yes. And eat that mic, sir. Let's see the hands too. Thank you, sir. I'm ready. Alright, here we go. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson starred in Pulp Fiction and which other Tarantino film from the 90s? Jackie Brown. That's correct for two points. Question two. Which superhero actor had a small role as Congressman Jack Lewis in the 1993 film The Remains of the Day. Christopher Reeve. That's correct for two points. Question three. Which thriller, based on a John Grisham novel, follows a lawyer named Reggie Love, played by Susan Sarandon? The Client. Correct for two more points. And here is the last question in the 90s. All right. In Robert Altman's Shortcuts, Matthew Modine plays Dr. Ralph Wyman. Which Oscar winner plays his wife, Marion Wyman? Julianne Moore. Two more points. John Roker there in 90s. That was a big round for John. Big round for John. And now we are going to drop him out and bring in Kaiser. Sixth. Oh, goodness. All right. Hey, hey, hey. What's up? This is uh, John Finstock. Uh, oh. Bob's better-looking stepbrother and uh, clearly the better manager. I mean, Ben Bateman's a world-class athlete, whereas the other guy, he's a fourth-round pick. I mean, the guy goes bass fishing with a bowling ball. It's, it's, it's embarrassing. So, Ben, you know we're all about two things here in the dungeon, mining for Bitcoin and making sure Molly Damon has a solid LLC in place. So, you know, baby, let's spin that wheel. We're, we're feeling real good today. How you feeling, man? Diamond hands, laser eyes, Kaiser. I think that's, that's right. Uh, that's what we like to say sometimes in the in the dungeon. All right, well, give it a whirl. Let's take a look at uh, let's take a look at that wheel. All right, here is the wheel, and here is the spin. You know, I was at Starbucks today, and the barista said, "You know, I, I love your eyebrows." And, uh, I said, "I'm wearing sunglasses." She said, "It doesn't matter. I can just tell." Well, Sean Connery wants somebody to take him because here he is. Mm -hmm. I'm a fan of this guy, Connery, personally. Yeah, I think we'll keep Connery. All right, so now, now John Roca, excuse me, Ben Bateman will get four questions in the realm of Sean Connery, Mark. All right, Ben, your Sean Connery questioning begins now. For two points, unless you need multiple choice, question number one in the world of Mr. Connery. Sean Connery won an Oscar for portraying the character Jimmy Malone in what film? The Untouchables. That is correct for two points. And Bateman on the board here in round number two. Continuing in the world of Mr. Connery, your next question is, which actress plays Sean Connery's love interest, Jin, in the 1999 film Entrapment? Catherine Zeta-Jones. Plays his wife, really? Wow. That is correct for two more points. And Ben Bateman halfway through round number two, still perfect. Your penultimate Sean Connery question. James Bond famously drives what brand of car in the film Goldfinger? 
Five, four, three, two. Aston Martin. Is correct for two more points. And here's where we stand, Christian Harloff and everybody watching around the world. Ben Bateman has one more question in the world of Sean Connery. If he hits it, it's a perfect round two for him, and he will tie the lead of John Roca. Here we go. Mr. Bateman, who plays Lancelot to Sean Connery's King Arthur in the 1995 film First Night? Five, four, three, two. Richard Gere. I wanted that movie to be better than it was. That is correct for two points. And Christian, did you expect any last two perfect round ones, two perfect round twos? And now we careen into round three with two perfect competitors thus far in the match. That's exactly what we thought we might get. And it is now all tied up. It is at the moment. The score is 17 for Roca. 17 for Bateman, and it is time for round number three. Mark, what are the rules? The rules of round number three are as follows. Each competitor will face three movie trivia questions of increasing difficulty, and that goes with the point value. Your first question's worth two points. Your next one, three points. Your final question, worth five big points. There is no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number three. How do we generate those questions I talked about? Well, we get some help from our competitors. We need a series of numbers from each of you. Three numbers in total from each competitor. You may not pick the same integers as your opponent because each numeral corresponds to a different category of movie trivia schmodown know-how. Your number range is 1 to 20, gentlemen. And so once again, Ben Bateman has the honor of giving us his three lucky numbers first. Ben, from 1 to 20, what three integers feel fortunate? 3, 7, and 17. 3, 7, and 17 for Bateman and for Roca. 6, 8, and 10. 6, 8, and 10 for Roca. And both competitors have all three JTEs. And here we go now because John Roca will be going first. So he will drop him out and will bring in... You will address me by my rightful name, and that is the Trash Mouth Kid, baby. Now, don't get it twisted. I'm the baddest outlaw in the land. Forget what you heard about that Tencent donkey, John Rocker. Forget what you heard about that wobbling jaw manager, Giddy Up Gucci. You're looking at the real deal right here. You're looking at the real deal. It's Ben, the boss, Bateman. I'm looking at you, boss. Today is your day. It's time to run these varmint right out of L.A. County. Once and for all, baby. We spend our time in the dungeon very differently, each member of the dungeon, and uh, it's all worth something. Woo-wee, it's hotter than a bag of nails in here, wouldn't you say, boys? I'm feeling uh, good. I'm feeling don't know good, what that means. Let's close this out. All right, well, thank you to the dungeon, and now we bring in the exchange. 60 seconds, Dagnino, starting now. I didn't know Boss Hog was uh, reincarnated. You know, look, let me tell you something here. You know, these guys are constantly thinking valentine's day we're constantly thinking christmas trees it's a big difference that's a hallmark holiday the other one's the big holiday we're the big holiday perfect so far you got the three jtu rules but let's put this guy to bed like i said we both want to end this guy's career tonight he's he's been finished you know he's been riding merle's coattails this guy he has not a leg to stand on here let's just rock this guy to sleep Let's, you know, I'm finished with this guy. Let's let's just take it here. Let's just go. He's a good manager. He's best in the game, isn't he? All right. So 
With that, we're going to start with John Roca. John Roca will answer his two-pointer first, and he chose a category six, and that would be Oscar movies. The most prestigious prizes of the year are the Oscars, and now they arrive in the form of a two-point question for the outlaw who could take a two-point lead if he gets this correct. John, in the category of the Academy Awards, name this Best Picture winning film. A young African-American man grapples with his identity and sexuality while experiencing childhood, adolescence, and adulthood. Moonlight is correct for two points. He's got a two-point lead over the boss, so we go to Bateman for his two-pointer. All right, Ben Bateman chose category three. That's action-adventure. I think he knows a little something about those two movies. So, action and adventure films. Here we go, Ben, for your two-pointer and for the tie. Which Oscar-winning actress co-stars as the character Sophia in John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum? Halle Berry. Is correct. We got a tied ball game again, so it's back to the outlaw. Now we jump back to John Roca, and John chose category eight. His category is from musicals. Musicals is the category, John, and for three points and a three-point lead, your question. This Is Me was the Oscar-nominated original song for what 2010's musical? The Greatest Showman. It's a three-point lead for the outlaw. All right, so now Ben Bateman has chosen category seven. That lands him with scores and soundtracks. As customary for Mr. Bateman to choose Joe Theismann's number. And now scores and soundtracks is that category. Bateman, your question. Who composed the film scores for Gremlins and Poltergeist? Repeat the question. First one. All right, you have two JTE rules remaining in the category of scores and soundtracks. Who composed the film scores for Gremlins and Poltergeist? Five, four, three, two. Jerry Goldsmith. I don't know if he knew it or he was playing with us, Christian, but either way, it's a correct answer. And once again, it's a tied ball game. Back to Roca for his five-pointer. So John Roca, should he hit his five-pointer, is going to force Ben Bateman to hit his five to send it to sudden death. However, if he misses, he gives Ben the opportunity to win the game with his five. So John Roca, he chose category 10. Category 10. And that would be the 2000s. The 2000s, a decade with plenty of films in it. Here's a question about one of them for five points and a five-point lead. Your question. In 2006's Annapolis, James Franco plays a young man who enrolls in the Naval Academy and participates in a tournament 
of what sport? Five, four, three, two. Repeat. First one. All right. Your repeat. You have two JT rules remaining. In 2006's Annapolis, James Franco plays a young man who enrolls in the Naval Academy and participates in a tournament of what sport? Five, four, three, two, one. Second one. All right, you have one JT or remaining in the category of the 2000s. In 2006's Annapolis, James Franco plays a young man who enrolls in the Naval Academy and participates in a tournament of what sport? And five, four, three, Two, one. Rowing? You said, can you repeat your answer? Yeah, rowing, boating, rowing. Is incorrect. We were looking for boxing. Mm. Boxing. And so now, Christian, here's where we stand. It's a tied ball game at the moment. However, Ben Bateman, the boss, still has his five-point question. If he hits it, he gets the win, and he will face Ethan, big-time Irwin. All right, so Ben Bateman. Ben Bateman is looking to hit his five-point question. Chose a category of martial arts. Of martial arts. Martial arts is the category based on Doug Williams' legendary number. And Ben, your question. For five points. And the win. Lance Henriksen plays Emile Fouchon, a wealthy sportsman who hunts former soldiers in what 1993 film? Five, four, three. Repeat the question. That is the last one. All right. No, Out of repeats. Sorry, sorry. He has, he has one left. He has one left. If you need it, your question in the world of martial arts, Lance Henriksen plays Emile Fouchon, a wealthy sportsman who hunts former soldiers in what 1993 film? Five, four, three. Repeat the question. Last one. All right. Categories martial arts, the question. Lance Henriksen plays Emile Fouchon, a wealthy sportsman who hunts former soldiers in what 1993 film? Five, four, three. Surviving the game. 
is incorrect. We were looking for hard target. Christian, hunting season is still open because neither competitor could muster their five-pointer, so we go to sudden death. Wow. That was crazy because I can tell you, you never know with both of these guys if they know it. I didn't know if Roka knew his five. I didn't know if Bateman knew his five. Either way, we are going to sudden death. All right, Mark, what are the rules of sudden death? Sudden death in the movie trivia Schmodown works a lot like a round number one, except <laughs> a lot more pressure, enough stakes to fill an outback in sudden death. Questions are asked to the field, which means we need our competitors to have their whiteboards and markers handy. Each question's worth one point. You have about 15 seconds to get that correct answer. Once we ask you by name or nickname, please show what you wrote to your camera the same time you verbalize your attempt into the microphone. There is no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in sudden death, but it is called sudden death for a reason. If both competitors correctly answer the question, we move on to the next question. If both competitors miss the question, we move on to the next question. However, if one competitor answers correctly and the other does not, the correct answer or will be declared the winner of the match. Keep in mind, gentlemen, you each have one JTE rule and one challenge in overtime. That's right, and we are going to give 60 seconds. Once again, we are going to allow Bateman to talk to Kaiser first. 60 seconds starting now. Martial artists. This is, that's in the past. That's next week's training session. We're talking about right now. Let's cool it. Let's do what uh, Al Davis does, and that's just win, baby. Use your clock. Use, use the time you got. You got that one JTE. Man, if it's on the tip of your tongue, let it roll. We got one challenge, if anything seems fishy. This is your day. We've been preparing all year for this. Shoot, we've been preparing since before the season started for this. So let's just take a breath, man. Do what you do best, and that's answer questions, man. We've been doing this for days. It's the same thing, brother. I got you, man. Feel it. You got the power. Believe in yourself, baby. Believe in yourself that you are the winner today. 60 seconds, Tom, starting now. John, perfect game so far. We got a shot here. It's doable. We know this guy's a choke artist. He's done it before. He chokes all through everything. Regular life. Showdown life, fairy tale life, the world he's living in. This is easy money here. Let's put him away. He's going to get something he doesn't know, and you'll be crowned the goat ball, like you should be. That's just it. Let's finish this guy. Let's take it home. All right. So now our competitors are here, and I asked Ben Bateman, "Are you ready?" Absolutely. Let's shut it down. John Roca, are you ready? Here we go. All right. Question number one, gentlemen. Which actor plays Standard Gabriel, who is released from prison and is married to Carrie Mulligan's Irene in 2011's Drive? Competitors not sure where the category is coming from in Sudden Death. That's right. And five, four, three, two, one pens down hands up please and we start here with ben bateman oscar isaac and john roca oscar isaac yep that's it all right mark question uh number two number two in sudden death your question for a point which former saturday night live actor voices the protagonist red 
in the Angry Birds movie. Roka's out of JT rules in sudden death. Which former Saturday Night Live actor voices the protagonist Red in the Angry Birds movie? Five, four, three, two, one. Hands down, hands up. And we start with Bateman. Uh, we start with Roka, I believe, Christian. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Roka? Will Forte. And Bateman? Bill Hader. Now you're both wrong, unfortunately. Jason Sudeikis is the answer. Jason Sudeikis. So, Christian, they both dodge a bullet. All right. So, it's still, it's still happening as we get to our <laughs> next question. Our next question here. And here it is. What 2005 mystery thriller about a Gulf War veteran falsely accused of murder and put in an asylum stars Adrian Brody, Kira Knightley, and Daniel Craig? So now the outlaw out of JTE rules. Right. The boss still has one. Five, four, three, two. Be the question. All right, first, that's the only one for Bateman. All right. What 2005 mystery thriller about a Gulf War veteran falsely accused of murder and put in an asylum stars Adrian Brody, Kira Knightley, and Daniel Craig? And five, four, three, Two, one. Hands down, hands up, and this time we start with Bateman. The jacket. And John Roca. Yep, nothing. That's great. The boss. And yo! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Ben, the boss! Ben! What a battle. That's what happens when you believe. That's what happens when you believe. Battle we are so studying was. martial arts movies next week. What a battle it was. Sudden death, a classic here. 24-23. Bateman wins by one point in sudden death. Congratulations to Bateman, the dungeon. John Kaiser, we'll see you in just a moment as you will be speaking with Jen Sturger. What an absolute. I mean, that was one of the best matches, I think, maybe ever ever it was one of the cleanest christian it was one of the cleanest oh, matches what? simply because perfect round ones perfect round twos neither one hit their five pointer and it's sudden death and so ben bateman maybe he was just thinking ahead when he thought surviving the game was the answer instead right. of the 1993 classic hard target and just a note to his manager kaiser i know you have many characters but hard target not just a martial arts movie it's an all-time classic and we can joke about it because bateman did get the win but christian john the 
outlaw Roka, Ben, the boss Bateman. It was a matchup for the ages in terms of hype, in terms of hoopla, in terms of pre-show. And that promo was absolute fire. The match somehow surpassed our expectations. It was really, really it was it was a very good match. And look, all the bad blood between these guys, they played they played classic. They played like sportsmen. They played like two legends of the game. And regardless of what they say about each other, they know that they've both done things inside of this game that has elevated it. And today they elevated each other in the way that they played because they both stepped up uh, and played the game like like they have in the past, but even better this time. I'm proud of them as as competitors on what they did here today. I really am. I think I think that they did. They did. This was a main event. I said I wasn't sure. This played like a main event, and this played like the two of them playing their hearts out, putting it all on the line here today. Both John Roca and Ben Bateman should be proud of what they did here today because they played like absolute schmodown pros, and they should be given a, a round of applause because it was phenomenal. They left it all out there on the virtual gridiron. John the Outlaw Roca, Ben the Boss Bateman. It's Bateman that comes away with a sudden death victory. They hit a question. They missed a question. We saw all JTE rules exhausted, and it ends up being Ben Bateman pulling a very tough mystery question. And boy, what a perfect category for sudden death Man. with the 2005 film The Jacket. And now for an exclusive interview with the winner, Ben Bateman, and his manager, John Kaiser, or whoever else he wants to be from Groundlings. It is the great and the very tolerant Jan Sturger. Dang it, Mark, you stole my joke. <laughs> Kevin. I just wanted, I, I know it's part of your writer that you have to see Kevin whenever you win. So he's here. He witnessed it. Anyways, bad blood aside, this match was one for the books. You have to be feeling pretty good about your man's performance. Perfect First round, perfect second round, couldn't pull that five. And then basically it went down to an Iron Man match with one of the best in the game. And here we are. Talking to me or Ben? Both of you. I think she was talking to you, Kaiser. I was, I'm, I, that's what, that's I'm blown away. I got to be honest with you. First of all, Jen, let me thank John Finstock. He, all his training that he gave me this week. I want to thank the trash mouth <laughs> kid who just rode into town. I mean, that guy brings the heat. He, you know, he, he he should have brought us some more martial arts questions. I don't care what Ellis says. Hard target, Hendrickson, that's a tough, tough question, but yeah. you got to hit those. Um, look, this guy's a four-time champion. He's an absolute animal. On any given day you go against John Roca, he's just waiting to throw a haymaker and put you down. You make one mistake against that guy, and it's lights out. And today, uh, you know, the, the boss was one step ahead of him. I couldn't be more proud of this guy. I can't tell you. How many hours we put in this week and the week it just honestly jen if we if we did, would not have come away with this win I, I don't know i would have probably had to like go out in the desert and find myself for three days but you know what we won today i'm proud of this kid the dungeon's got a great team we're insulated by a lot of great people that try and keep these guys sharp robert parker wins this week the boss wins this week these are og friends of mine and i couldn't be more excited for them well those are some great questions today too i gotta say did you ever have hard target in mind Bateman? No, you know, I, I need to check the year on surviving the game. I knew it wasn't martial arts, but it 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 is. It's Rutger Hauer who's in there hunting, but I thought maybe they were throwing Hendricks, like, because Busey's in there, and there's a group of them in the woods. So I was thinking maybe he was in that group, and there was more martial arts in the movie than I remembered. But, uh, no, I mean, when I, I thought it was Predator it, too, wasn't there, like, a hunter in, in one of the Predator movies? Someone was a hunter? No, that's 90, though. I mean, so, the, so like, well, if I don't know the year, it's like you're trying to get there. But anyway, the point is, 
uh, with with that movie, I don't ever think of that as a Henriksen movie, right? If you ask me, if you ask me an actor in that movie that's not Henriksen, then I'll know it. But but Hard Target, and I think that I don't think Henriksen. So uh, look, it, I got to tell you, Jen, I came into this match. There was a lot of hype. There was a lot of pressure. Uh, I wanted to play it as calm and cool as I possibly could because I know things tend to get out of hand. I was going to say, this was one of the most dialed in and honestly cleanest in terms of trash talking that I've seen from you in a long time, Bateman. Jen, I had I had lines upon lines prepared for John. But the problem I don't is doubt miss, that. He didn't miss any questions. <laughs> so with, with John Roca, what happens is he misses a question. He starts to self-destruct. You throw a jab. If he doesn't miss a question... It's tough. You don't want to throw questions at him. You don't want to throw comments at him because then if I miss and he's still perfect, we've seen we've seen what happens there. We saw it last yeah. week. So you yeah. got to pick your moments. And with this guy, you know he he is a heavyweight fighter. You know if you slip up, he's going to knock you out. So you know this had to be tactical. This mattered far more to the dungeon than it mattered to my pride to make him feel like an idiot. I needed to win. That was what mattered today, and that's what we got done. I feel like you and Roka kind of bring out the best in each other, though. You know, both of your matches have been incredible. Do you think the uh, the MTS universe could possibly handle a a third? I mean, it took three years for Bateman Roka, too. So uh, we'll see if he can get back to my level again, if he's able to get back in the game. Uh, but look, I know he'll be in the tournament, and a lot of things have to go my way to stay out of that tournament. So uh, we'll see. You know, we could have it sooner than we think. Uh, listen, I want to I want to throw all the shade I possibly can and laugh at him, but I have to give credit to the fact that nine points, eight points in that first five in the last round, it was a hell of a performance from this guy. Um, you know, I I knew his five, I would have gotten his five. I didn't know my five. It, it happens. So Jen, listen, let me tell you this: you think we're just going to take this win and oh, we're all going to be happy and go crack a few beers? No, no, no. We're running Lance Hendrickson tonight. We're running what's his name? Not Will Arnett, the guy who the answer was Sedakis. I'm going. We're working tonight. We're working tonight. We got Ethan Irwin. I'll take Ethan Irwin on in Hawaii on top of a mountain. I'll take him on in Russia. I'll come out to the ring with Drago and his son. We can do this. I want to take that guy down. I've never gotten to play Irwin before. That's never happened before. So this is going to be exciting. It's going to be a hell of a number one contender. Um, I know exactly how to play against Irwin, which is exciting. I feel very, very, very good about being able to take him down. But three rounds is three rounds. And as we saw, I know I'm a better player than John. That didn't matter today. No strategy played into him going perfect through those first questions. And I can't control yeah. his five or my five. I have no control over the final questions. There was zero strategy in the win today. This was purely based on who got lucky with their questions. And it just today, the better player happened to win. Doesn't always happen. So I guess you answered my question. I would say, how would you prepare for someone like an Ethan Irwin? And I mean, and are we going to see the return of the trash talking Ben Bateman? Or have you kind of turned over a new leaf because it bit you in the butt? Jen, you know, I'm not some hooligan. I don't come out here and just and just throw things against the wall to see if they stick. That's not the point. You pick. <laughs> We're not hooligans, Jen. You pick your moments. And, you know, this today, this match was a surprising turn of events because picking my moments against John today, there weren't a whole lot of moments to pick. We'll see how I play against Irwin. Uh, Ethan and I have never had any beef. We've been friends for a long time. I have a tremendous amount of respect for him in the world. And in the Schmodown, he's just another building block to my legacy. Greater and greater and greater. And that's how I have to treat him. Well, congratulations to you and the dungeon. And uh, best of luck against Ethan Irwin. Bateman is going to face Irwin. That is a number one contender match. That match is now worth a four big points. The winner will face Dan Merle in 
July for the Movie Trivia Schmodown Championship of the World. And Bateman is one step closer and finds himself in another number one contender. But he had to earn it because that was the maybe one of the best versions of John Roca I have seen. And as Bateman said it, just one question in that sudden death. That was it because they they were they were both on the same firing off. Perfect, 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 perfect. Both missed their fives. You couldn't have written this better. Really, it was a locked and loaded outlaw, Christian. He rode into town not hoping to get a category that suited him. He knew the answers to these questions, as did Ben Bateman, despite that 1993 Yancey Butler film question that he missed for his five-pointer. Roca also missed his five-pointer. Annapolis and boxing was the sport. And so two questions that those two competitors are going to be kicking themselves about, not because they won or lost, but just because that's how good they are. Anything that they miss that happened to be a talking picture at some point in history and they didn't know it, they are going to study that category like there is no tomorrow. As for the outlaw, I do believe that there is a tomorrow. I think that we saw a rejuvenated outlaw today, and that will continue for the rest of this season. How long after? Well, maybe that's going to be a question. Do we hear for John the Outlaw Roca, his manager, Gucci, and asked by Jen Sturge. John, tough loss out there today. You absolutely played your heart out. Uh, I honestly think that it was a much more enjoyable match because your audio was slightly diminished. Um, but besides that, um, uh, how do you recover from a loss like this against someone like Ben Bateman? Ah. He's irrelevant. It was a loss. It happens. Uh, this is the game. And as I've said a million, million times, when you play at this level, you're going to get the best out of people. Kudos to Ben. You know, uh, there was a, I knew his five pointer. How do you miss hard target and call yourself an action adventure guy? I'll never know. Uh, but Annapolis way harder five. But, you know, maybe he likes boxing movies. I don't know. I didn't know that when he claims to know it, but everyone knew hard target. Uh, so, you know, it's just the way the cookie crumbles. Uh, I had a mo my strategy going in was to let him have 90s. He's not strong on 90s, but I got a little nervous about the Sean Connery situation. Didn't know if there was going to be some longest day questions, some Robin and Marion questions, some of the man who would be king stuff. How many Cindy Lamet films has uh, he starred in? So I was just a little bit nervous, and I thought I'd take a chance. And, you know, it worked out for me points-wise, but maybe, just maybe, if he had spun and gotten 90s, I would have taken some points off him. But this is the game. I got nothing to be ashamed about, played my heart no. out, fought like hell to win. And in the end, Ben was one extra question better than me. And damn it, how do I not know the lead of the Angry Birds movie? That's going to haunt me for a bit. But, you know, it was a good match. And uh, I dealt with a lot of crap coming into this match. And I hope I shut a lot of people up. And if I haven't, come visit me and I'll shut you up afterwards. <laughs> I, did my thing. I did my thing and I showed you why I'm one of the best. So you can take your message boards, you can take your YouTube comments, and you shove them where the sun don't shine. I put my best out there like I always do for the fans, for the people. I'm going to take my hat off because this is John Roca talking to you now. For my nation, for my people, and for the fans who understand the game and love the game and understand what I've given to the game. I always play it straight. And anybody who says otherwise is a joke. I always forget you have a good head of hair underneath there because I always see you wearing hats. Yeah, you know, I have to ask you, though, the same thing that I asked Ben, you know, the bad blood aside, what is it about you two that brings out the best in each other as players? 
I think we're both men in this game, and he's a younger. He may not like hearing this, but he's a little bit of a younger version of me. Uh, uh, you know, at that age, trying to prove myself in the world, struggling with things uh, to make sure people understand that I've got talents that people maybe overlook. Uh, and maybe I know he's got a very strong relationship with his father, just as I had with mine. So there's a lot of reflection. It's big brother, little brother type of stuff. And so it was great to see uh, that we brought the best out of each other. I was really surprised to see us missing the same questions. If that doesn't show you that we're a bit of a mirror image of each other, I don't know what does but all credit to him uh but you know gucci you gotta talk to your boy kaiser 12 packs a day is a 12 pack day diet is not the way to go through life man he barely fit on the screen for god's sakes talk to him about this kind of thing but in the end all credit to ben bateman he did his thing he beat me by one question and i said looks like i said uh, it was going to be somebody who's standing at the 10 count and somebody slumps against the ropes at nine it was just my turn this time around to slump against the ropes at nine and he slumped against the ropes last time so we're one and one in singles and maybe someday if i stay in the game we'll have that rubber match well well if you stay in the game huh we're not we're not we're not having that conversation yet seriously you retire more than someone's name i won't mention on the screen <laughs> anyway <laughs> Anyway, you. <laughs> oh, you know me. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so my brother some love. Can we give my brother some love? Finstock, you managed the hell out of me today, man. I love you so, so much, brother. I'm sorry I couldn't get the job done, but I fought my heart out and I brought everything I got to try to win this thing, man. It was hard to hold the nerves, brother. You know my, what my last two weeks were like, but I did it. And thank you very much for managing me, brother. I love you so, so much. People put you down. They're idiots. You're one of the greats, my friend. I just wanted to say that. So, oh gosh, you're making me emotional over here. It's not a post-match with Roka unless we're all crying. All right. uh, anyways, uh, so what's next, John? You know, you and JTE making another run for teams again. Like, are you going to keep going in singles? Finstock, where's your head at? Like, where, where do we focus on now, guys? I mean, look, you know, this could have went either way. You know... We know, we know Bateman's good. There's no question about that. Um, you know, we 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 came out and played our best. I mean, there's no question about that. This is one of the best showdown matches I've ever witnessed in my whole entire life, and I've been in this game for a really long time. Um, a lot of adversity uh, throughout this whole week, uh, trying to get this. Our team over uh, at the exchange and our study groups and things like that. We gave uh, John everything that he needed and certain things fall through the cracks. Um, and like John was saying, they basically missed the same questions. Uh, you know, that, that just proves they're, they're mirror images of each other, but John's just much better looking. Uh, you know, the way, the way you look at it is, I mean, you know, the angry bird one is going to, it's going to, it's going to get us. Cause I was like, he knows this, he has to, this is it. And I knew baby, cause I've, I've worked with baby for years. And I know he didn't that quite I know he didn't know that question. And whatever he put out in there, he was close, but I mean there's not that many of them there out there. I mean, what do you have to Dana Carvey? I mean, I'm surprised that moron didn't put that. But you know, basically what I'm saying here is John plays hard. And the outlaw is still and forever will be the best competitor in this league has ever seen. Uh, he is a dual threat, which a lot of people can't do. He's one of the best on the mic, and he's one of the best at the game, period. 
This man came in with composure, structure, uh, a certified game plan to win this match, and he did everything he could to do that. Um, you know, you got to play. You got to play borderline perfect to beat guys like this, and he knows that, and we all know that. Um, you know, like I said, he held up the Finstock Exchange mantra this year, which is nobody will beat us. Nobody's going to TKO us. Nobody's going to KO us. We, we're going to take everybody down to the wire, and that's exactly what we've done every single match we played and we don't hang our hearts here we don't do it uh we're gonna go back you know there's there's tournaments there's other things here and you'll see Jonathan spectacular in some way shape or form uh some way shape or form that's just what it that's just what it is and unfortunately it just didn't roll out for us today and it, it's it's hard it's, it's it's a tough pill to swallow you know it really honestly is um you know it's it's tough man you know when uh my thought process was Bateman was going to have to lubricate his esophagus because it was going to be a, a tough pill to swallow for him. You but, know, we were being so classy until we got to the lube. I can't, I'm not even repeating it. I'm not, I'm not. Anyways, um, John, the epitome of class, as always, Tom, you almost did it. Um, pleasure always talking to both of you gentlemen. Um, are, I'm sorry, are you, are you getting ready for like a concert boss or what's going on? Ben Bateman, you beat me today. But just like last time, don't you choke it away on your next match. Ethan Irwin is no joke. And when it's all over, don't come crying to me because you choke. That's going to be on Spotify next. <laughs> that was perfect. That's a number one hit. Oh, my God. Oh, back to the desk. You keep classy guys keep it classy this was a uh this was a hell of a match it was a hell of an event and we've already signed off but we're just to sign off to everybody for the pay-per-view and everybody who's tuned in and everybody who's watching this link a little later on thank you uh what you witnessed here tonight were four of the best competitors that have ever played this game um and as john roca says john has been putting it on the line since the day he stepped into that schmodown arena back in uh in 2015 um you see the emotion that came out of him and he was uh, he, he played he played to win tonight he played his heart out and he put it all on the line like he has been since 2015 so thank you to john the same with bateman bateman's one of the more the most uh intense competitors and most um he, he loves this game he loves it he puts everything into it and they both did and i'm, I'm very proud of him as uh, all four of them for really what they did tonight yeah, and you could look at John the Outlaw Roca as sort of our Magic Johnson and Larry Bird because once he came into the league that is the movie trivia Schmodown, it was changed forever and the popularity soared. But when you look at all four of these competitors, Christian, you include Roca in there certainly as well as Bateman and Oyama and Irwin. They are the pillars upon which the, this community is built. But again, the Schmodown, it, we're just two slobs announcing it who know a little bit about movies. It's everybody who's watching tonight, everybody who is a patron, everybody who paid for the pay-per-view link. It's great to have a bunch of clicks on these two matches, which I'm sure we're going to get on YouTube. But right now and for the next week, this is a treat for y'all because of everything that you do for us. Thank you for putting us on your backs time and time again. We hope to give you a good product. We think we did a pretty good job of it tonight, and we're going to keep this train rolling, as Ben Bateman might want to say, a night train, simply because you all keep riding it. Thank you so much to everyone. And Christian, I hope you finally get a bite to eat in peace that is not on camera. Thank you to everybody. Appreciate it. We'll see you next time.